Crone's getting a split. Mizzy in front of the 100. Crone goes up the inside and Crone takes the lead in the Kilmore. Crone draws clean out from Mizzy. It's a Queensland victory. Crone beat Mizzy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to not the Mock Racing Club podcast. It is now the Mock Sports presents the Quaddy Potty. My name is Mitchell Cashmore and I'm joined as always by a fellow co-host and co-founder of the Mock Sports, Nick Highland. How are you, mate? Yeah, good to be back. Good to take a spell over winter and we're back for the spring racing. Big races to come in the next coming weeks and I'm pretty excited to see what we have to release over the next 12 months, to be honest. Oh yeah, big things coming for the Mock Sports, big things for this podcast. Hopefully, this spring racing podcast will lead into some interviews over the summer and then into a nice, uh, maybe some some racing slash sport slash footy podcast over the next few seasons. I'm so psyched. I'm so psyched to be back. I was itching to get back into it. Oh, I'm just so excited. If we were not in lockdown, Nick, and recording in the studio together, I'd be giving you a big hug right now. I'm just so stoked and excited to get into this. Oh, my goodness. How good is this weekend's racing? How good is it? Yeah, it looks good with, obviously, the big Winx stakes over at Ramwick. For us, probably one of the best races we've seen, or definitely one of the best races we've seen in the last couple of months. And also there's the three-year-olds now from last year's two-year-olds coming back in Ramwick as well. So that should be a good race as well. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. My goodness, spring is in the air. I am so excited. So how about we just get cracking into it? Nicholas, my friend, are you tired of the big bookies keeping you down? Yes, I am. Well, what if I told you there was an Aussie-owned bookie out there and they would keep your best interests at heart? You're kidding. There can't be. Well, with PlayUp, you can get access to some of the best quality customer service that I have ever seen from a bookie. Don't tell me there's a link in our Instagram bio to sign up with. Oh, you bet there is, Nico. Head to the show notes or in the link in our Instagram bio and you can sign up with PlayUp today and you can start getting access to not only amazing customer service, but also a wide range of incredible weekly promotions and offers. Tell them we sent you and they will look after you, unlike the big bookies. All right, track report for the day. We're going to be running down Randwick first. Group 1 Racing for the Spring kicks off Saturday this Randwick, and oh my God, it is going to be a cracking field for the Wink Stakes. That'll be the main event of the day. We'll talk about that later in the great tip-off. But uh, the weather should be absolutely dry as anything. The track's going to be a good four, bone dry deck. Rail's going to be in true position for the entire circuit. So I don't expect much leader versus backmarker bias for the day, Nick. So we'll get straight into the race analysis. Race one, 1,100 metres, starting with the highway. And oh God, they're always hard to map, I find. So I'm not even going to try and map it. However, normally it's even harder to pick than it is to map. So very difficult race to start the day. So I'm thinking I'm going to go looking for a bit of value here. Baby Wong is one that stuck out massively to me as I was looking at his form. If you go back through its history, you'll find it really respectable. Ren behind the likes of Alpine Edge, She's All Class and Sky Command. Those are three horses that are at far better level than a highway. So I think that's a massive green tick for form for me. Uh, It's considering that form... This highway is definitely its weakest race that it's ever going to have to deal with in its career so far. And when it opened at $17, I was jumping for joy. It's into $12 now to win and $3.70 to place. So I think Baby Wong is an excellent each way bet to begin the day with. Nick, what are you thinking? Yeah, I like a couple in this race. Uh, the favourite is a very good horse who was beaten last side at Ramwick by a horse paying 
just under $20 that I definitely didn't pick. Similarly, I'm probably going to be backing Baby Wong here. Looks to be one of the best here, and you've you've definitely covered most of the facts about it, but it's definitely overs for this race, so I will also be backing it. Good stuff. We'll head into race two, 2,400 metres. Going through the form here, there's a couple of horses that look pretty nice. Spencer has been running well in recent weeks, finishing two lengths behind a pretty good horse in Harpo Marks and got a win four starts back. Has won at the distance before and definitely looks all right. Red Santa, who hasn't been out of the top five since coming down to Sydney in June, looks a horse to be respected. $3.30 seems a little short for me, but a horse that definitely can get it done with a good run by Karen McElroy. Uh, my tip for this race is accountability. Definitely a horse I've been on the roller coaster with for a lot of punting. I've been tipping this one for a while. However, this prep has not done me very good. So this is her last chance. Blinkers on for the first time and Jay Mack riding on her. $8 and $2.45 for a place. I think that's a good price for her. Three out of four wins have been on the good tracks. So definitely worth an each way bet. Yeah, I, I agree. Accountability is a good horse. We used to back her all the time. But like you said, this uh, this prep, not so good. I jumped off her a long time ago, so I'm really surprised that you're still sticking with her. But I love the loyalty. You know, I'm a very loyal person, and you'll see that later this podcast. But um, I'm too big of a fan of Red Santa not to back it in, so it's going to be the favourite for me, Red Santa, in the second for Cashy. All right, race three, 1,600 metres for the first time of the day. Time for the midway. Just like in the first race, it is very hard to map the highways and the midways. But I do expect Tochi, Tampering, Big Surprise and Oakfield Target to be the group to break away from this pack. If they aren't up there, I don't expect them to be winning. So if you've got a bet on them and they're down the back, throw away those tickets, I reckon. But our favourite Arctic Thunder rates really well here with Tommy Berry on board. Was at this level a couple of weeks back and just missed by a nose. From there, she went to a Wednesday level where she won an impressive fashion. So she seems to be the, rightly the favourite here. However, I'm leaning towards Magella here. Has returned to form in super fashion lately. Len Boss goes on board, which is a big help. And plus her last couple of races have produced winners galore. So I think she has the form to get it done. And at the price of $9 to win and $2.90 to place, it's yet another outstanding price to get. So it's each way on Magella for me in the third. Yeah, it's going to be Metro Legend for me. Finished just out of the placings three times in the last four runs. Needs some a little bit of luck to win probably, but definitely not out of the chances. Uh, it's probably my tip at $8.50 and $2.90. Uh, race four at the 1,600 metres up to the mile. Not even going to really try and map it on this one because it's got to be one of my favourite horses that I've backed time and time again and it has saluted for me is re-edit at $7 and $2.40. Oh, we love re-edit, don't we, Nick? We love him. But, um, yeah, and this one's chock full of our old favourites. We've got re-edit. We've got Power Warrior, who I'd normally be going on. But uh, I think it's going to be too dry for Power Warrior. Um, long-time listeners will know that I have always backed Werry Falls. And the one time I didn't a couple of weeks ago, he broke his drought and it was an excellent run. So the fact that the impressive apprentice Brock Ryan gets the ride doesn't scare me at all. Normally I don't like apprentices, but Brock Ryan's one that I do like to stick with. So, um, you know, I'm loyal. Like I mentioned, where he falls, I used to back it all the time. Now that it's finally won, I'm just going to have to stick with it again. It's convinced me to jump back on $14 to win and $4.20 to place each way on where he falls for me in the fourth. All right. 
race five, 1,200 metres. Best stone and Kosciuszko to go forward here. And as much as I'd love Kosciuszko to win, since it's in my black book, one of the first horses I ever won on as a punter, it's at $67. So I don't think it'll be winning. But if it does, I'll be jumping for joy because my loyalty fiver that always goes on will certainly be well spent. But uh, maybe whack him on for a place. Maybe if you like the sound of my black book. But um, I think it's going to be turnstile here for me. Has excellent form coming into this. She's been so close for a while now. She just really wants to win a Metro start. Last three starts have been a loss within a head. So it, it can go close. If it can go close to a horse like Starla, like it did a couple starts ago, that's great form. Because Starla, as we've seen, is just in ripping form at the moment. Finally broke its um, drought after barely running a poor race throughout the winter. So I think that's great form for Turnstile. So I see no reason why it shouldn't be paying like $5. So when I was going through the form, I thought $5 mark, I'd be backing it around that. However, she's at $14 to win and um, $4.20 to place as well. So that's hugely overs in my opinion, each way on Turnstile for me. Bit of a long shot for me, but I've gone with the odds here. Bright Rubik for me at $17 and $4.80. We head into race six which is probably one of my favourite races on the card, like I said earlier. Some of our favourite two-year-olds from last year racing in their first prep up for the spring carnival. My tip for this race has actually been scratched. She's all class is a great horse who would have stormed this in, in my opinion. Mallory is another horse I've been watching pretty closely for their short career, but I'll back it again this weekend. Definitely overs at $13. Honestly, it's close to one of my best value bets of the weekend. Each way at $9.50 and $2.60, it's a pretty good bet. Uh, yeah, like you said, she's all class, got the scratch. That was going to be my bet as well. So I'm going to have to be on four moves ahead. I don't normally like a horse that's so short like that, $2.05 at the moment. That's a shocking price normally, but I just think that now it'll storm it in. I thought it was a two-horse race. Before this, four moves ahead came through the Golden Slipper prep in the autumn and was quite good. Fourth in the Golden Slipper, of course, four lengths off Stay Inside. Was originally going to be my Golden Slipper bet before I ended up getting on the winner at Stay Inside. So I've backed it before. It's won for me before. So after my scratching, I'm just going to have to go with old, reliable four moves ahead. All right, race seven, 1,200 metres. This might be the best race of the day, in my opinion, that isn't named the Wink Stakes. Fender, Embrace, and Splintex go forward here with Halal and Rock storming up from behind. It's going to be too dry for Ice Bath, so I'd be shocked if she gets up. And long-time listeners will know how much I love Ice Bath, but Ice Bath just loves to relish the wet tracks. And it's like I said, it's going to be bone dry on the weekend, so I don't think that'll be playing into her. So I won't be getting on Ice Bath, unfortunately. Also, I won't be getting on Halal, unfortunately, even though that's majorly overs for a horse that absolutely smashed its autumn carnival. So I'll be respecting you if you decide to jump on him, if he doesn't go to Mooney Valley, which he could. But um, I'll cut to the chase. The one I want to be with here is Private Eye. You'll rarely ever see him at such a high odds of $5.50 to win. Just one of the smartest young geldings you'll ever come across, in my opinion. Finished off his autumn with an impressive three-year-old Queensland Guineas victory. So I think he can get it done once more here in his first race as a four-year-old. Normally likes a second and third up runs, but he has won first up before. So private eye for me. Yeah, I think he covered 
my horse pretty well is Halal being a very good horse. Um, and I think at $11 and $3.50 should be swooped on as early as possible because I think uh, the price will come in on race day. So that'll be my tip, Halal for the seventh. I was forgot to say, Halal did have a trial last week in Rose Hill, which may lead to signs due to COVID and being in a two-week lockdown with the team of Halal that she will be racing in Ramwick this re- weekend, but do not quote me on it, but that is my personal opinion. Excellent stuff. But, yeah, like I said, punters, be wary. We are recording this on a Thursday night, and all prices are correct of Thursday night, but Halal might end up racing at Mooney Valley on the weekend if he is indeed scratched at Randwick. All right, race nine. 1,100 metres, like I said. Sorry, race eight, we skipped that. That's in the tip-off. We'll discuss the wing stakes in much depth later. Race nine, 1,100 metres, a little more to go forward and to be joined by Emanate and Villamy. I respect the $23 for Forbidden Love as I believe it might just be too dry for her. But I also respect $6 for Tallur. Tallur, great horse, no good at group one level in autumn, but the drop back to the group three here is all right. And I think that'll work for it. However, Ballistic lover to me at a whopping $27 to win has to be my roughie of the week. Just like Halal, may end up racing at Mooney Valley if the trainers prefer that race, but you'll have my tip wherever she races on the day because I'm a big Ballistic lover fan, especially since all of her last five starts have rated so well, producing a plethora of winners, especially the race she won at Rose Hill, charging over majestic shot in an impressive way. So I think the form reads so well and loving to run first up. She loves it fresh. I think $27 to win and $7.50 is so ridiculously overs. It's going to be the roughie of the day with me. I'll be with her. So, and if, But if you're not confident on such a rough horse, I'd be with Tallur. It'll be Tallur for me. Good horse sitting at the right price for this race. Can get it done at $6 to $2.25. And yeah, dropping down to the group three should do well. And that will be the winner, I believe. Race 10, 1,400 metres. Another loyalty bet to finish the Ramwick form has to be new arrangement. Seems to have struck some new form this prep with a win at Ramwick and a second place behind Mirror Vision. Never seems to get backed in by the bookies, so let's make them pay at $19 and $5.50 each way. What a whopping payment. Oh, new arrangement. It's going to be a new arrangement sort of day on Saturday. I can feel it. $19 is ridiculous. It's such good memories in this race, isn't it, Nick? My God, new arrangement. Cisco Bay, Big Boy Roy, three horses that we've won huge on before. Um, you know what? You go ahead. Let me set the scene. We went to the races a few months back. Tell the story, Nick, of New Arrangement and Cisco Bay from that lovely race day that we were at in the winter. Yeah, so as some of you may know from our Instagram before COVID, we went to the races at Ramwick with a couple of mates. I'd like to mention uh, me and Cashy and not big punters. Well, I'm not. I'm not too sure of how much he bets too often. Um, we punt a little bit, but our stakes are often very low to the 5 to $10 range for our horses' bets. So Cashy's dad had given me $50 to put on a horse to win, and I was like, you know what? Who cares? New arrangement to win, paying $8.50. Normal people probably pick a $2.50 horse, but I was like, stuff it. Let's go for an $8.50 one, and it got up. Um, it was probably one of my bigger horse wins ever. Um, it's not a lot, but to me, it's a lot when I don't punt as often as others. Um, Cash wanted to Cash wanted to load on the last race after seeing 
me win and struck with jealousy he was. Of course. As I had won plenty of drinks pretty much from new arrangements, I was smashed and asked <laughs> a random lady while watching the horses parade, I asked her which horse will win. And she said, oh, I'm not too sure, but that, that Cisco Bay is a good-looking horse. And say nothing more, it, it took a lot of strength and to stop my drunk self from putting another bet on that day. But Cash swooped on it. And luckily, that one got up as well. So we both walked out of Ramwick winners that day. Anyway, Cash, that is the story. What's your tip for this race? God, it was Cisco Bear. I want to find that lady and give her a hug. If you're listening, contact us. I want to, I want to give you a big <laughs> hug after lockdown's over. But, um, yeah, I'm going to full send it, Nick. All of them or none of them. I'm whacking them in a trifecta. All three horses that I mentioned earlier, New Arrangement, Cisco Bay, and Big Boy Roy. So I'm whacking them in a trifecta. I'm whacking them in a top four same race multi. And if it actually gets up, it's going to be mammoth. So let's cheer them home, boys. Yoo-hoo! But uh, in all seriousness, if any of them win, I'll be stoked because we just love them so much. It's those three for me, New Arrangement, Big Boy Roy, and Cisco Bay in a bit of an exotic play for the day. I don't normally do them, but uh, feeling a bit exotic for our first potty back. Nico, before we begin, let me ask you something. Do you reckon you're any good at fantasy sports? You bet I am, mate. Well, with Draft Stars, you can get off the bench and into the game. Play for fun or play for cash as you compete against other sports fans across Australia for huge prize pools, with some even going upwards of $10,000. That sounds like free money to me. Well, it's not exactly free money, my friend, but if you fancy yourself a bit of a fiend for anything fantasy sports related, whether it's horse racing, AFL, NRL, cricket, NBA, or whatever sport of your choosing, you can head to draftstars.com.au and start playing now. The details are in the show notes or in our Instagram bio. Click the link, sign up today. Tell them the Mock Boys sent you and start winning big on Draft Stars. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concluded the Rand Rick Rundown. Now, the great tip-off was a store of our old podcast. It's going to stick around, but it's got a bit of a new format because you know why? You at home are playing along. The great spring tip-off is going from the Wink Stakes all the way to the Gong. It includes... 39 of the biggest races throughout Sydney and Melbourne this spring carnival. And I think we've got about 35 uh, lucky punters playing along with us at home in a tipping comp. They all put in $15 and the prize money is now up to over $400. Uh, We hope it goes well. If you're listening and you're in the tipping comp, good luck. And like we said, we'll be playing along. Of course, if we end up winning, we're not going to be taking the prize money. But just for a bit of fun, we're going to be playing along with our tips from the potty. We're going to be, you know, making sure we keep our score just so we know who wins. Who's the better punter this spring between Nick and I? Who can pick the biggest and best races? Because over the autumn and over last summer, we definitely traded a few big group ones, didn't you? I think you had a success on Crone with a nod to our intro music, Nick. Yeah, how's the intro? Oh, it's good. Just to let all the people at home know that are listening, if you want to join our contest, you probably have a day before we close it for this Saturday. So if you listen, if you're listening to this before Saturday, send a DM on Instagram to the Mock Sports and try and get into our competition to win free money if you back yourself as a good punter so it's good fun 
Yeah, that's correct. Normally it is like you probably, as you're listening on our Instagram, we would have said it's closed, but if you really, really want to get in it, send us a DM and we'll let you in anyway. Okay. More participants, bigger pot, just because on our Instagram says that the entries are closed, the entries technically don't close until the first race jumps on Saturday. Once that race jumps, it's gone forever. But if you want to get in then and you're desperate to try and get in on some of this action, give us a DM and we'll uh, get you set in. So, Nick, the one race for our great tip-off this week, it's going to pick up a lot later in the spring, but there's only one Group 1 race this week. It is the Winks Stakes and boy, is it going to be a good one. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, very good race to start us off with some good horses coming back from spells. Obviously, a very, very good horse that has been talked about as the next Winks by Waller as in Very Elegant. Um, Colding as well, very good horse, but I just don't think it can get it done in such dry weather. Maybe if it's a bit wet, it would be a good chance, but... Um, at $5, even to punt on, it's probably not not worth it for a, a horse like that. Um, Mawanga as well is one that I definitely do not mind as a horse, and I'm pretty sure I chucked it in our quaddy that we're playing in a bit later. Um, but, yeah, at $10, it's a pretty good bet, I think. it's a it, it might not win, but it's a pretty good bet each way. And that way you can at least get your money back if it does not get in the top three. But my tip for this race has to be very elegant. Just a class above at the moment. And obviously last start, uh, last prep, sorry, was just flying with no starts out of the placings. And yeah, that for me, it has to be very elegant. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It was a very puzzling race. Most of the people will see it and go, oh, very elegant for me. And you know what? I'm the biggest very elegant fan of them all. I'll tell you any day of the week, the old uh, listeners of the, the Mock Racing Club podcast will tell you that I am the big VE till I die. Very elegant all the way. But is it going to be too dry? It's going to be so dry on the weekend, Nick. So can she take it? That's the big question going into it. Because of the dry, like you said, horses like Mwanga, Colding, Hungry Heart, they all come into it. So what to do? What do I do? Um, but like I said, I'm a loyal man, Nicholas. So I'm going to do it. Very elegant all the way, baby. I'll be riding her all the way to hopefully my first three points for the Great Spring tip-off. I'll be joining you hopefully at the top of the leaderboard at the end of week one. If it doesn't come in the top three, we'll be both sitting with a big donut and an egg on our face. But very elegant for me for the first of the tip-off. Lovely stuff. One down, 38 races to go. We'll see who the best punter of the spring is come the end. All right. Now, before we sign off and head to the quaddy, we'll just go around the grounds. Each week, we'll uh, see which uh, horses we like from the different tracks. You know, we'll be focusing heavily on the New South Wales racing throughout the whole podcast. but uh, And, of course, the group ones. But, you know, if there's the odd horse that sticks out at a random track, We'll make sure we give you that tip. If we like it, we'll give it to you. So in Melbourne, the only ones I'm liking are going to be the ones that I mentioned that could be going down if they get scratched at Randwick. Halal at $2.40 in the sixth and Ballistic Lover at $5.50 in the eighth. I also have a cheeky black booker in the form of Yulong Storm in the third at 13 bucks to win. So take it or leave it if you like the sound of that, punters. And uh, in the sixth at Eagle Farm up in Queensland, I don't mind a certain young horse by the name of Jumbo Gold. 
beat the heavily backed favourite, released the beans two starts back at this very track. So I don't see any reason why it can't do it again. First try at this distance, but it can go and go hard when it wants to. So the step up in distance shouldn't be a problem, I think. So at $4.40 to win, I don't mind a small bet on Jumbo Gold. Yeah, the only one that I'm going for is a bit of a different race that I don't usually get into. Um, over at Morphville Race 1, extra time. Looks to be a good horse coming first up and has plenty to prove. I don't mind it at $6.50. I think it's a pretty good bet to start off the Adelaide card, but I wouldn't get into it that hard. But that is my tip. All right. That was Around the Grounds. Look forward to that in the next few weeks. Uh, but finally, the main event. Presuming you've tuned into this podcast and you're a new listener, you've seen, oh, the Quaddy Potty. Maybe they've got good Quaddy tips. Well, we're going to have to back it up now because it is time for the Quaddy, my friend. Nicholas, the Randwick Quaddy on the weekend. What have you brought to the table? Uh, for race seven, I've gone with Chat and Viridine, two little outside chances, but definitely two that aren't out of the chances as well. All right, I've joined you there with Halal and Private Eye. Like we discussed, they were our two bets for that race, so we've got to cover them in the race. What about race eight? Um, we've gone for Very Elegant, Colding and Mawanga. Obviously, we both backed Very Elegant, but we wanted to cover just in case, we, like we said, it was too dry. So Mawanga and Colding are two horses that definitely could be a chance as well. But I don't see, we don't see any other horse winning that race out of those three, I don't think. Yes, uh, race nine, Tallur and Ballistic Lover have been brought to the table and we're going to cover the favourite in Intravir. And uh, race 10, like we said, there's three horses that we're real loyal to. Nick? Big Boy on? Roy, Cisco Bay and New Arrangement. It's a New Arrangement Lovely kind of day. Stuff. Oh, take me to Cisco Bay and it's a New Arrangement kind of day. Those are our two sayings that have become quite popular in the mock sports group chat. But... Uh, for that quaddy, if you put $25 on that, that should be giving you around 23%, and a $50 bet should be around 46%. So not horrible there, not horrible at all. Of course, it could be better, but 46%, if all of those are the roughest ones get up there, you'll be getting quite a big payout there. Hopefully, the quaddy saver comes back on sports bet. That's been a good help the last few weeks. I don't know about you, Nick, but uh, hopefully it's at Randwick this week and our followers can just throw money at the wind since they'll get it back even if we get none of these legs right. <laughs> let's hope not. But uh, let's, yeah, like I said, let's hope not. Knock on wood, we're going to nail our first quaddy of the quaddy potty. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was it for this week. That is it for the Winks Stakes week. We have got 14 more episodes to come for you. We're going to be covering, like we said, all the big race races this spring, whether it's the Melbourne Cup, Cox Plate, Caulfield Cup, Everest, all of them will be covered on the Mock Sports Quaddy Potty. So please stay tuned for all that. And uh, Nick, anything to say to our loyal listeners before we go? Uh, it's good to be back, everyone. And I hope we can get some people listening to this because we put some effort into it. And yeah, we're pretty excited for what we have to bring over the next 12 months, as we said earlier. Um, give us some feedback, say what you like, say what you don't, see if we can make it fit into everyone and see how they like it. But yeah, send us a DM on Instagram at the mock sports if you have any feedback for us and that's all from me thanks guys for listening lovely stuff before i go like you said nick give us some feedback we love feedback give us a follow on soundcloud give us a follow on spotify 
leave us a like rating, give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just support us, you know, drop a comment, drop a like. We love to hear that feedback. We love to know that you're loving the podcast. All right, that's enough from me for now. We'll be back next week with the Quaddy Potty. And remember, always gamble responsibly.